Spanning the globe to bring joy to one and all. All right, boys, prepare to be dazzled. Writing the wrong. That's what I'm talking about. Your daily dose of positive nuggets. Ah, oh, so happy! I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco, and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good, really good. Producer Slim. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show, Jay and Kevin. Hello, good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend Jay Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington, 99201, live from Studio C, second floor, Digital World Broadcast Center of the KXY building. It is a Wednesday. It is the 18th day of August, 818, 2021. Welcome, fellas. Hello. Howdy. How we doing? Uh, pretty good. I, I'm trying to decide if what happened to me last night is going to be a good thing or a bad thing for my day. Let's decide right now. I did the deal where I went to bed fairly early, like at 9.35. I laid down in bed and was out instantly. Just out. And then I was like, man, that was a good night's sleep. I got up. Had to go to the bathroom, went to the bathroom, and I was like, what time is it? Grabbed my phone and looked at it, and it was 10.55. That's awesome. And I thought I had had a full night's sleep already. And so it was awesome. At that moment, I felt ready to get up and go to work. And then laid back down and then slept, you know, the rest of the night. I feel like my mind is maybe a little slower than normal this morning, which is troublesome. But that's I'm, a that's a great feeling when you when I wake up and I realize that I have, you know, X amount right. of hours left, man, and, and you feel rested. Now I will say I did not sleep nearly as good the rest of that sure, night. Sure, yeah, you know, I get and it that. was one of those that. And then this morning when I woke up, it was fine. I felt pretty good, but I'm like that weird sensation of where you thought it was the full night's sleep and you had only been in bed for like an hour and twenty minutes. You're like, what in the world? So I guess maybe that first hour and twenty minutes of sleep was just so good out, yeah. That that's all I needed, right. really. That just that was your nap so heading for your night's sleep. I don't know. I guess maybe I am just setting the table for if I struggle today, then I'll know not to ever. Oh do wait, that are again. you the guy in the first tee who says his back is sore? <laughs> no, no. I just <laughs> oh, I just oh, well, come on, Jay. Man. I will tell you because I was trying to do a few things today, and everything that I've tried to do, it just feels like it's. Not happen like I can't get it to go go all the way like that sentence. That's that's the guy. That's the worst guy to golf with. Is the guy who's warming up on the first team. Oh man! Oh, oh, oh man! Now what if his back oh. really hurts? Oh, then just keep it to yourself. Oh, my okay. elbows, man! My elbows. Oh today. man! I really well, I tweaked something yesterday. Ha! Ah, laying sod. Really at your house? Uh, yeah. Yeah, as laying sod. Working on the car, yeah. Oh, doing man stuff, really. Back sore. Yeah. Oh, crushes his first drive. His back's pretty sore. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely that guy then. Man, I am 100% laying out a possible <laughs> uh, bump in the road just, today, just in case, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I, and it could be one of those that ends up being great, where I just have a sure, yeah, a great day. I don't know, but it just is a little concern that maybe. 
My brain's still stuck in sleep mode. Uh, so two nights ago, you know, they hit, shut the power off in the valley. You saw the story with the yes. osprey. Had a big nest up nest. there. I didn't. What is this? So like a giant bird nest on the power line. So they had a scheduled power outage from midnight to two in the valley. So it was it was the thing where people are like, I mean, like neighbors are telling you, don't forget power outage. And uh, so we were talking about it last night. A bunch of kids were at the house and I was asleep. But the kids were like, it was creepy because at midnight, everything shut off. And it's, it's, their kids are like, it is so dark when everything is off. All houses, all streetlights, creepy looking. You know? Yes. And I go, well, yeah. I said, you saw the picture of the bird nest, the reason they shut it down. And they're all like, oh, that's, there's no way. It's probably some stupid COVID thing. I'm like, no, there was a bird's nest on the power have, line. Have the kids and never seen a bird's nest on the top of a... I don't think that size, because it was like they said, like the size of a small car or whatever. Wait, yeah, they're unbelievable. What? Yeah, the thing was oh, yeah. gigantic. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This was on the power lines. It's right on the pole. Right on the pole. Yeah. And they didn't notice it getting built. Well, no, I no. think they noticed it, but it did. It's one of those. It didn't. It wasn't a concern until it all of a sudden started causing sparking. Yes. Okay. So okay. then they were like, "Well, you know what? That's wow. going to be a fire." So Oftentimes, gonna, yeah. I think they will leave them like in Medical Lake for a long time on the. On the lights, like on the football field, on those poles, there would be oh, a spot for sure. where really? they would build a gigantic nest. And I think they were just were always left there. I, be, I, I mean, for the I most believe. part, you know, yeah. you, you mind your own business, I'll mind mine. But once it starts causing sparks and they're worried about yes. fire, then yeah. they're going to take then it down. Then there's a problem. Holy smokes. Okay, so I did not know that story. That is crazy. Yeah. I will say it's a rarity in town that you get that kind of darkness. Oh, it's right? weird, yeah. That seems to be saved for farm life, camping, yeah. and you yeah. get that kind of darkness where you look up at the sky and go, oh my gosh, there's a lot of stars. <laughs> yeah. you know, everyone says that right off the bat, oh my gosh. Right, yeah. yeah. And, then there's, and even in the city, for some, and I don't understand it, when it gets dark in the city, it still feels a little light. Yeah, you normally well, get not just like enough lights. Country like, dark, just, where you're yeah. just like, whoa. I mean, you're still getting some of the city lights. Now, I mean, the valley was dark, but there was obviously sure, the some of Spokane. Yeah. yeah, there's that weird country darkness that every child should experience at some point, where you just take them out there. Slim, like if you, where you were camping this last weekend, it had to have some of that, right? It was wild. So, Kev, we were kind of bummed because. I crave that every now and then when yeah. you're in the middle of nowhere and it is so dark. It's the ultimate in dark. Can't it see your hand so in front of your smoky. face. So oh, yeah, Kevin. Oh. Okay, so that same that same thing that you just said was was happening, where you would put your hand in front of you and you couldn't see it, but then you would want to look up to see that beautiful stars. Oh yeah, and you could see some stars because some were bright enough to get through the smoke. Yeah, but it was so smoky you didn't get that. Wow, that That's total wow. The universe is pretty doggone big. You didn't get that feeling, but for sure, Kev, what you're saying, where you would look at your hand and go, I think it's there. Right. It's so weird. It's yeah. crazy. So it was, uh, Kevin, I had the weird thing where, you know, power went out. I still have a clock radio that I set as an emergency alarm just because I don't 100% trust my phone. So right. I had, so I have a clock Old. radio. <laughs> oh, for sure. What? Uh, you can put that on the pole. Are, Are they you, projected? The numbers projected I under the ceiling. I wish that'd be so no, great. Kevin, I'm putting no. this up real quick. Not that old, old. Put it, put it in uh, all caps so I can read it. And, um, <laughs> okay. The bad news is, of course, is I reset the time, but I forgot to reset the alarm. So at midnight, my alarm went off. Oh, Will you no, you did no. not. Yeah, this morning. Dang it! Will you, you respond like, to this tweet with what? <laughs> sure. What? <laughs> what? 
I wish I could put it in like a what? Oh man! Huh? Wait, hang on. So your alarm went off last night. Yeah, midnight. Because you know, I mean, when the power goes out, it automatically resets to midnight. Everything goes to you know. Yeah. So you guys could have. Technically, about midnight last night, you two could have just chatted. We could have done a show. You guys could have just texted yeah, each yeah, other. We're like, hey, man. Hey, how you doing? Yeah. Really dark out here. Well, not so bad here, but, man, just already woke up for the day. I mean, it went off, and I was like, why didn't I hear my phone? Why didn't my phone go off? And I thought, jeez, that was one short night. And I looked, I was like, oh, yeah, we're fine. So it had been a while since I had seen one, but one of my friends has it, and I... Don't know if I'm jealous or not. I had one as a kid. He found on, I don't know if he bought it at a store or if he bought it on the internet, doesn't matter. He bought one of those clocks that has the hammer and the bells on top. Oh, wow. Those things are so loud. And he said, I got it because it reminded me of my childhood. And I had one of those as well. I had a Snoopy one where it had the the clock and then, you know, you could set the alarm and once every 12 hours, because obviously you couldn't do the AM, PM thing. They would just set that hammer off and crush those bells, and that was an awesome, that was an awesome sound. But I had not seen one in forever, and was he has it also one a wind up. His, uh, uh, it, he has it in his living room because oh, that's where you. Here's the deal: that's when you know you're single, and that's when you know that you sleep in the living room more than your bedroom. <laughs> right, is when your alarm clock is in the living room. Oh my gosh! Yeah, those things are unbelievably loud. That oh. would get you out of bed, though. So cool. Yeah. Though. Oh yeah. Yeah, they are cool sounding. You know what's funny? I don't remember having an alarm clock as a kid until like maybe late in high school where I got yeah. one for the radio only. Like, I believe my mom was my alarm clock, which sure. is now maybe sort of sad and part of the problem why I have such troubles getting up and going to work. Thanks, mom. You know, wait, now you have a backache on the first tee and you're blaming your mom. Looks like it. <laughs> yeah. That checks out. Man, <laughs> you are one pathetic loser. Will the real Slim be stand up? Hello? 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 Producer Slim. Good morning, guys. Thank oh, you. there it is. That reminds me of Saved by the Bell. That's all it does. Yeah, kind of does, doesn't it? School starts. And that's actually my school bell in Harrington. Was that what your school bells all sounded like? Yeah, Kevin, yeah, now that I does, think about yeah. it, that's a great call. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I forgot about that. Holy cow, I forgot about that. That's a weird little flashback right there. What are the school bells, what are they like now? Are they just beeps? I think that, I think they do the same thing. I'm pretty no, sure. No, they're not still a bell, are they? I think so. Really? Kevin, yeah. I would love to text my father and ask him, but he is retired now. Yeah. He's not and allowed so to answer questions about school. He is. He has, I mean, and I feel bad for him, but it's a pretty stressful life. As he and my mother just decided, you know what we're going to do? Let's just go visit your brother on the other side of the state. Then let's go to the Oregon coast. Then let's go camping. (laughs) That's great. I was like, hang on, bud. You just retired, dude. Good for Uh, him. Ease into it a little bit instead of just all the way taunt the rest of us. I told Slim I thought about his dad today, Kevin. I said, of all the years to, I mean, of course you're happy when you retire and you, you know. Yeah, for sure. Worked the same career for a long time, et cetera, et cetera. But of all the years. You're old and stuff. That part too. Not you. That was for my father. Uh-huh. The first one was for you. Thank you. That one was for my dad. I feel of all the years, he's got to be thinking, man, I picked a good one. Boy, he did, didn't he? I'm out. Did yes. he pick a good one? Oh, Doesn't man. Want to roll I, back into this? Jay, I will say this. school year. That's <laughs> right. probably very fair. I will say yep. this for my father, and, and 
your way, I, what you said is very accurate. But on, on another level, my dad loved teaching. Right, yeah. forty years, he he actually loved it. Sure, as much as sometimes he'd come home and be like, "Whoo, tomorrow when I see Jimmy, I'm really gonna struggle not to wring his neck." You know, you get those sure, kids every course. now and then. But my dad loved it, and I think it's probably good he's done now with a combo of him and his age compared to the kids' age and everything that that changes just in terms of culture, right? Yep. But also everything else that's going on. He left where I think he still will be able to look back at teaching and go, that was a really cool profession. I think you're right. But I I do think you're getting to a point right now where if you are a little bit older or on the older end of teaching and not just getting into it where you don't know as much, boy, it's going to be a tough – this could be a really rough year. Well, the change is is ridiculous. Yeah. Where if you're younger, right, if you're a younger teacher, you're probably still excited. You're just going to go with the flow and it's like, well, this is what teaching is. Yeah. And you don't know that you used to be able to pull out a paddle and spank kids in the butt. Okay. You don't know Hey, Mr. Peter. Jay and Kevin show. Jay Daniels. Hello, everyone. Kevin James. Tomorrow's game will be the meeting between the two, beating both. First. <laughs> the Jay and Kevin show. On the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. Chris Jansen tickets at 8.20 this morning for Beat the Show. Your chance to win those tickets. Uh, the concert uh, next Tuesday night. Less than a week away. All right, Slimmy. Boys, we are going to dive into a new edition of Kevin James Food Blogger here in the next couple of minutes. So I don't want to get too far into this discussion because I'm very excited about that. But we were asked a question by our good buddy Barrett, the Sports Information Director at Gonzaga. Go Zags. He took a picture yesterday at Winco of their Little Debbie's display. And he would like to know what favorite Little Debbie's snack is. Now, I bring this up because I want to tell you the one I like. And then you guys need to help me out whether this is a good item or a bad item. Because I said it with all confidence to him. Mm -hmm. And he goes, what? Like, what? You're the only person I know who likes that. So some of the choices really? could be the Nutty Buddy, which I think a lot of people really like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's a, a crunch, something crunch. I'm trying to see the picture. The peanut butter crunch. Peanut butter crunch. Thank you, Jaybird. There's some fig bars. There's some honey buns. Something called a star crunch. Some birthday cake things. Some unicorn snack. Uh, a, lot, a lot of things. But I am an oatmeal cream pie guy. Big time. That's a sneaky one. Thank you, Jay. Gosh, that God bless you. That one is very sneaky. God it, bless you. you I, it's never going to be the one that I choose, but every time I eat it, I'm like, that is probably better than any of them. It's two oatmeal cookies, boys, with so good. cream oh, in the middle. Insane. I mean, that seems like a pretty good one. KJ, where, where are you going with the, <laughs> well, the Little Debbies, if I'm, if I'm asking? I will tell you, Rob Sacre, he, he chimed in. And I'm trying to remember which one he picked. He picked the Swiss rolls. He's a Swiss roll guy. Oh, those are good. Thoughs? Hard to argue. They're He's very, very good. Him. Um, <laughs> Nutty so. Buddy is the, the runaway winner for me. Okay. When you say Little Debbie's, that's the only thing I think of right off the bat. I mean, when you list the rest of them, they all sound delicious. And you're right. That oatmeal cookie thing Ooh. with oatmeal cream pie. Cream, mm-hmm. Oh, man. that yeah. Those are really, really, really good. But I guess I've just always been a Nutty Buddy with a glass of milk guy. Oh, that's a great yeah. Kev, that's a great order. Well, that's I do, the I difference. Say, you have to have the milk with the Nutty Buddy. If you don't, oof. and you're just like driving down the okay. road and it's your snack, yeah. it's pretty dry. For for Rob Sacre, the Swiss rolls are very good. It's just a you know, it's a chocolate log with with cream swirl yeah. in the middle. I believe I liked the strawberry shortcake rolls, but I don't remember if I did like them or I liked the concept of them, where it's like the vanilla 
the vanilla treat with the cream and some strawberry swirled in the middle. I remember those being good. Now, I am a hostess guy, I think, overall over Little Debbie, but I'm not going to say no to some Little, little Debbie snacks. The uh, key to the Swiss rolls, I think sometimes, and I don't know if the machines are not doing what they're supposed to, but sometimes there's not enough cream filling. A uh, quick hostess notes, by the way, yes, guys. A uh, quick hostess note. Yeah. Check your buns. Check your buns? What happened to your you need buns? need to check your buns. Uh, hostess has some issues right now. You may want to throw away your buns because Hostess is Aren't you supposed to return them? Return them? Return your buns? I don't think you return your buns. I think you'd return them. I think you'd take them back. They give you your money back. They give you your money back? Okay, I I just saw I don't know, Kevin. Toss them, don't eat them because they're going to make you sick. Yeah, either way, don't eat them, yeah. For sure. Well, don't eat your buns. Toss your buns. Interesting, Kev, because guess what I took to the camping trip this weekend? I took a big box of Twinkies. Oh, you're fine with those. Okay, I was trying just, to see if it was just buns, just buns, hot, yeah. hot dog and hamburger buns. Oh, okay. You I probably did, didn't have any of those. Can I, I will be very honest with you right now, as I try to be as much as possible. I didn't know Hostess made hot dog and hamburger buns, but that is that is good really? to know. Yeah, I didn't. Are they cream filled? God, that'd be uh, great. No, soft white hamburger buns, soft white hot dog buns. I guarantee you, you've seen them in the store, and you maybe sure. even bought them. For sure. You're probably right about that. By the way, no zebra cakes for you? Zebra cakes didn't do it for me for some reason, Jaybird, and I don't know why that is. Are those the ones with the... No, that's... They have like a white frosting that looks like a zebra because it has like the lines, the t- like chocolate lines. Yeah. I think it's they're a, a white... puck. Is that right? It is. It is. It's a white cake. Okay. I'm not that fond looks of like a stop sign. Ones. The chocolate not... one's not that... I mean... 50 I like cents the... in the vending machine. In this vending machine here? Yeah, we don't have a 50 cent slot for zebra cakes here. Sorry. Boys, this will shock nobody, so I play it for you both. That's real funny, by the way, uh, vending machine man. (laughs) Sorry. This will shock nobody. Kenny Chesney was asked in an interview what inspired the sound of his music, and he said it was his his vacations growing up. Would you guys, for $1 billion, (laughs) like to guess what kind of places Kenny Chesney vacationed as a child? Uh, Islands and beaches. Let's see if you're right, Jay, for a $1 billion. So when we had a chance to go on vacation, we went to Myrtle Beach, or we went to Daytona Beach, or we went to a place called the Redneck Riviera, which was, you know, down in Destin, Fort Walton, Pensacola, Panama City. And um, that is, that's me. That's how I grew up. Okay, so here's what I would ask. If you're driving right now... Okay, and this is dangerous. If that surprised you, slam on your brakes and no. turn your steering wheel all the way around. No, don't do that ever. Well, guess what? Nobody did. Thank goodness. <laughs> if that surprised you, jump off a building. <laughs> if that surprised you, you don't know anything about Kenny Chesney. It made me chuckle because I thought, okay, this is the yep. least surprising piece of audio yeah. of all time. Wow, no joke. Kenny Chesney's music was inspired by <laughs> beaches. I would, can you imagine the interviewer just go like this? Really? I've got to imagine Kenny Chesney gave the person a look at first. If he was wearing sunglasses, he had to pull the sunglasses down for a second, yeah, right? What inspires your music? When say, huh? What do you okay, mean? Man. Sand? I'm sorry. I'm sorry <laughs> we have to do it? this, but we have to do this. <laughs> I grew up around beaches. Thank you for listening to my music, bud. Right. Because you have to imagine the person who interviewed at that moment, he thinks the per- that guy's never listened to a single There's song no way. of his. There's no way. <laughs> okay, well. Let's walk you through this one, buddy. <laughs> okay, I wanted to ask you this. This is Luke Bryan. Luke Bryan, here's a lot of the, the Luke Bryan, Jason Aldeans of the world. Jason Aldean is going to be on The Voice this year, I think, as a guest judge. The interviews are coming around because the shows are coming back. So here's Luke Bryan. I think as you 
get more and more comfortable in who you are as an artist and all of the true stresses of life. Stress is the enemy of singing. I mean, I get up there and I just sing and enjoy the crowd. And I've learned through the years how to do the proper things to take care of my voice and look after myself. Okay, I ask you boys this. Is Luke Bryan a better singer now than he was when he started? And if so, by how much? Uh, I well, think the answer is yes. And, and sure. He, there's a reason I bring this up. KJ, what Not do you think? Not as much as Kenny Chesney. Kenny Chesney okay. is night and day difference. So he, and Tim McGraw. Those are, those are two that I would yeah. note as the ones that I think have changed the most as singers. Kenny Chesney, when he first started out, I saw him live here, and I thought, this guy's not going to make it because he can't sing. Kevin, we also, if you remember, we heard him in an overnight interview, and then he was singing live. And we were like, oh, no. Like, yeah, no I mean, we like felt good. bad for him because it and was I do such think a struggle. What Luke said might be very true, a nerves thing. Uh, certainly. Just an Confidence. uncomfortable. Yeah, and then Kenny's gotten, obviously, tons better. Luke, certainly. Same thing. It's funny. Uh, Judy and I watched the first episode of the Luke Bryan's My Dirt Road Diary. Kev, how great was that? So great. We, I can't wait to watch the rest of it. It was unfortunately... Um, just got late and we were falling asleep and we're like, okay, we better wait to watch the rest of it. Right. But it was funny because on that, she was like, man, he's gotten a lot better at singing. I was like, yes, he has. So uh, real quick, I want to do this real quick. 1994 was the very first time you heard Kenny Chesney sing a song on a CD. Well, excuse me, on a cassette tape probably at the time. This is from his, his album, his debut album, In My Wildest Dreams. Here's the very first Kenny Chesney song. It's called Whatever It Takes. Let's hear his voice back then because... Again, like Kev said, it's going to sound a little bit different. If I can get it to work, though, of course I can't. Of course, now that I have it ready, guess what's frozen? Everything in my world. Everything. Which song was it again? Whatever it takes. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find it here because that's going to drive me insane because his is crazy. I don't think it's as good as Tim McGraw. I don't think it's as good as Tim McGraw. No. Or as Tim dramatic. Well. Well, and I think the Kenny thing, too, is a little deceiving because I think – the album sounded okay. Yeah. But boy, live was. Here you it go. was. I agree, Kevin. Bad deal. I've been little hearts in the morning paper. Looking for a house and a couple of acres. You'll be mine sometime sooner or later. And I can't wait. Like a busy old bee saving up his home. Did he win America's Got Talent? That is Kenny Chesney's very first song. You might not recognize that. It's like Kenny doing a George Strait impression. It does sound like he's doing an impression. So that's the thing, right? You can you can kind of tell Chesney's in there, yeah. But yeah. you hear the song and go, well, that's not. I mean, it's not a Chesney song, right? Uh, Nineteen and ninety three was the very first time you heard Tim McGraw on an album on the album Tim McGraw. Which, if you are bored today, and you will be at some point, everybody just needs to go look up the album cover for Tim McGraw's <laughs> debut album, Tim McGraw. It's one of the wildest things you'll ever see in your life. This is the very first Tim McGraw song ever released. It's called Welcome to the Club. I couldn't help it over here. You talking to yourself. How she slipped right through your hands. And in between all of the four I mean, you know it's McGraw. He just has so much... Sure. He has so much cry in there, you know? Nasally, just hey, nasally. And that one's better than some of them. To- oh, totally, totally, yeah. totally. But, but very nasally. And again, it's all the thing that Luke said. I think you identify who you are as an artist. You yeah. figure it out. You get more comfortable with it. And then you just get confident. And then you roll with it. 
2007. Oh, see, this is a good one. Doggone it. It doesn't work as good with Luke Bryan. Although it does, I think, in terms of the voice. This is Luke Bryan's very first song. 2007 was the first time you could buy a Luke Bryan album. You guys may recognize this song. It seems to be a popular one. My clothes thrown everywhere. Woke up in my rocking chair. Holding a beer in my hand. Well, it seems higher. It is higher. I would say Luke does the best in terms of sounding like Luke currently with all sure. my friends say. It is funny. One of his songs it also was in the 90s album, when he was out. So. Was we wrote in trucks, which I, I love that song. Yeah. It's like one of the just a well-written song. But it is funny. Every time I hear his voice on that song, it is almost that thing that he says of it almost while he's singing it is like he's apologizing that I'm not super <laughs> I don't confident sound that great this, right even now. Even though I know it's great. Yeah. That's it's funny. just kind of weird. I'm going to give you one more. I'm going to give you one more. And I said we were going to be quick, and I lied. Yeah. Yep. I told you I've been trying to be truthful. But I, I just lied right off. The, thank you, Kev. I, I earned it. I earned it. This is this guy's very first one. This is from 1991, I believe. And this will blow everybody's mind. Because this man in this video has extremely short bleach blonde hair. Extremely short. And he has got a gap in his front teeth that you could drive a semi truck through. That was Keith Urban. Keith Urban looks. Voice is still there, kind of. Yeah. The voice is still there, KJ. He didn't have any cool factor back then, but. God, that's a long time ago. That is. Holy smokes. I mean, it's amazing. It's so fun to go back and listen to some of these. That one wasn't all that popular. No. <laughs> and there's your audio vault for a Wednesday. We are right on time on the 18th of August, 2021. So many surprises. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Come visit your neighbors. We're waiting for you. Your neighbors in Spokane. Kevin James. You love it here. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Country. Kevin James. I'm all in on Little Smokies. Uh, not too sure about Little Wieners. Food blogger. What you got for us today? You ever just keep trying something over and over and over and over and eventually you just realize... I think I like this now. I understand what you're saying. Does that saying. happen with you with the food? You get a little older and you, maybe your tastes change a little bit. Yeah, or you just become more willing to do it, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I, which maybe is the opposite of what happens with age. Most of the time I don't think that's the case. But there's just an item that I've always been like, I don't know if I like sushi. Right. And then I'll try it and it's real raw and it's real fishy and I'm just like, Mm, not sure why I would ever get that. You know, it's not g- terrible, but it's not something I would ever just order. I feel like a lot of people have a defining line of, of sushi. They don't want that. And then it'll come up again. Hard to have a middle road on that. Here's the deal. Judy and her girls love it, and they eat it all the time. And so it's just around me more, and I just keep thinking, I'm going to try it. Well, the other night she had some. We were at a restaurant, and it was very good sushi, according to her. This is really good sushi. You should try it. And I tried one piece, and I was like, 
real, real fishy. It was like raw salmon. And it it was okay. And then there was another piece that was like spicy tuna or something. Also raw, of course. I, I guess there is some that's cooked, though. I'm, I'm so sushi dumb. There's some cooked sushi, right, Is Slim? tuna in a tuna can, is that cooked or not? Mm, no. That is a great question. I don't think so. I thought it, it's it's not raw, though, is it? I oh boy, I don't know. No, when you said raw tuna, I just that that I I know, and that's I thought the same thing. I'm like, well, I eat raw tuna out of a can all the time, and then I'm like, no, I think actually that's been cooked, huh? Cooked and put in the can. I have I actually have. I'm pretty sure. Oh, it says it's cooked during processing. Yeah, okay. I was gonna say I'm pretty sure it is cooked because I I thought that in my brain. Well, of course I'm gonna like this. I eat raw tuna all the time. Then I'm like, no, I don't think so. You eat cold tuna, right? Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) exactly. There's a difference there. And so I, I was just like, whatever, I'll try it. Well, let me tell you, spicy tuna, that is good. That is really good. Oh, man. I had one of those, and I was like, whoa. Okay, Judy, we've hit the jackpot here. I like that one. So now it, it's So the spice me. is so spicy, no. it drowns out the fishy? No, it's just less of a fishy taste, and With it tuna. just has tuna a is better less fishy flavor. than your salmon. Yes, okay. I think that's what it is. Here's okay. the deal. You... Sushi, unfortunately, unlike a lot of other foods, where you order hamburgers and you, hamburgers is what it tastes like. Yes. Yeah. Sushi is a classification that then underneath the title sushi is now all of your different items. So it's a very broad umbrella yes. of, of rawness. Sushi and is just like how I feel like it's kind of how they're going to serve it to you. And then you have a huge array of what's gotcha. going on with the sushi where now you're into the menu. And I've learned that I can eat any of the sushi, the, the salmon, the whatever, that, that is really fishy if I have wasabi and ginger. Like, I, I love wasabi and I love ginger, so it's like, well, yeah, that was really good. No, it wasn't. The wasabi and the ginger were really that's good. Kind of, that's no different than people who like hot dogs because of the condiments. Totally. Right. It's just a vehicle yeah. to carry the, the totally. juice. Like, mm-hmm. That was a great reason to eat wasabi. Yeah. Yep. And so that, that and is- And soy sauce. Yeah. Yeah, see, I skipped the soy sauce because oh, of the salt, which is I know is you a mix bummer. Mix up the wasabi with the soy sauce and slim. dip it in that, and we're in a we're in a oh, whole new world now. Yes, I, and whatever that creamy you know, like sauce, spicy chipotle sauce they put on top. That's what it is. Yeah, that yeah. is good. Is that the right? yellowish looking stuff? It's, the, it's orangeish. Orange. Oh, okay. Now we're talking about it. Really, is the hot dog situation where you are there for the condiments that are so stinking good, and you just need the vehicle. It's yeah. so true, yeah. And but I was there, so all of a sudden I'm like, yes, I can officially go to sushi with somebody and oh be like, yeah, I like sushi. I'll eat uh, spicy tuna. I at least know one thing to order. So Slim, as a sushi man yourself, I would ask maybe some other sushis that you think I might like that you, were on that more mild fishy side. You need to stay in the tuna world. You okay, need to stay, stay in, the in the tuna world and the crab world. That's the world you need to live in. Okay. Is those two. And then you might want to dive into occasionally the crispy ones. They're like the deep fried ones. I don't remember exactly what it's called. I think it's tempura. I think that's what that phrase means. Yes. But the ones that are fried. And so, my gosh, What's... now we're talking about a fried breading on pretty much on the outside of them. Woo! Mamacita. What's the one <laughs> that we got that looks like a big chunk of raw meat with nothing? There's no rice on it. Man, I think that's like. I think that's how sushi maybe is supposed to be. I think the ones we're all used to, and again, I'm I'm not the expert on this. I think the ones we're used to is the sushi roll, mm-hmm. which is yes. the roll the rolled up ones with the with the rice. But I think real actual sushi, 
Yeah, and there he was does a not name have for the it, and I just need to remember that name and stay far away from it because <laughs> that one was like I was like, okay, that I'm not gonna do. So your food blog is you love wasabi. I think well, I love wasabi on all. <laughs> that's what I realized. I love wasabi on all bad sushi, and I have found out that I do like spicy tuna or any sort of tuna now, sushi. I will tell you this as a wasabi fan. I thought maybe it would work on a lot of other things, and it does taste good on things like hamburgers, right? It does. Okay. It does taste better on sushi. It really does. It's what it's made for. It's, I don't know if it's just the rice. What rice about- is a great vehicle. Rice is well, a great yeah. vehicle for stuff. It's why rice and, and butter and cinnamon sugar is so doggone good, because rice is a great vehicle for the flavors. But that the wasabi just tastes better on on that stuff. It does taste good on, on a, like a burger. You can get a wasabi burger at places, and they taste okay. awesome. Tastes better with sushi. Sashimi? So that's it. Sashimi. Yes. Hope I didn't say something I wasn't supposed to say. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's the one. If you Google that, that's exactly. Don't get that. The big 99.9 Coyote Country. Thank you to the text.